The 82-game preseason is in the books, and it's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code ROSS only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. I am Ross Tucker coming to you from Logan, Utah. We've got the Utah State Aggies hosting Air Force Falcons tomorrow night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, CBS Sports Network, the only football game on at that point. So hopefully a lot of you will be watching. There's no NFL game. So check out your boy tomorrow night on CBS Sports Network. You can check me out as well on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Facebook. Even the YouTube page we have, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You can also see the full show in its entirety on the YouTube page or just check out the clips. We'll post the highlight clips to at Ross Tucker pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Love those of you that check us out on social media and spread the word. Love those of you, by the way, that are signing up to become our patrons. Patreon.com slash RT Media so you can see all of these picks that we make. All of our bets, we post them online on our private Slack channel. So you don't have to write them down or anything like that. It's 10 bucks a month. It is Patreon.com slash RT Media. You also get a shout-out if you'd like it. Michael Hirsch mentioned he would like a shout-out on the Even Money podcast. So there you go, Michael. I'm going to give a shout-out to the star of the show because he is the man with the plan. He has the numbers. Steve Fezzik at Fezzik Sports. Very important that you follow him on social media so you know where to get all of his content always because Steve is an absolute rock star. Again, that's at Fezzik Sports. Steve, we, we're recording this one day later than normal because I had to fly out here to Utah yesterday. And you should see, you got multiple YouTube comments, multiple emails, four or five tweets. Where's even money podcast? Where's even money podcast? Well, it's right here. And I have a little history with Utah that I can disclose. There were 
independent casinos in Wendover that had independent sports books. And I was associated with a group that basically bankrupted those sports books. We used to fly to Salt Lake City. We would drive, I think it was I-80, 70 miles to Wendover, Nevada, where all the degenerates from Utah would gamble in Nevada. And they did not know what they were doing. This was back, I think, in the year 2000, Ross. Now, sadly, all those sports books in Wendover are no longer independent sports books. Wow, Steve, you bankrupt a lot. You, you've actually broke the book a bunch of times. I love hearing these stories. All right. I also love when I have a winning week, which is exactly what happened last week. So let's dive right into our week 12 recap, even though, by the way, there's still one more game that's going to be played in three and a half hours from now. I, I, I Let me start with that, Steve. Obviously, the Ravens bet that I made, that's null and void. For Thanksgiving, they were getting four and a half points before everything had happened. You said it before, the date moves, everything changes. The bet's off if the date moves, whether you won or lost. I guess I do want to ask you, though, not that many people will listen to this before today's game. Would you touch this game? Because I, I don't like when there's this much uncertainty. I don't as well. I do like props. Prop bets are really good when you have all kinds of things moving around. You know, one thing that's happening, uh, tons of money on Big Ben under, I think his past yards were 278 and they're down to 263. And I think that that's a line move that makes a whole lot of sense. Why would Pittsburgh risk getting Big Ben hurt in a rivalry game like this when they can just hand the ball off to James Conner? So uh, that's one that makes a whole lot of sense to me. Well, and Connor's out for the game because he's on the COVID list. So Benny Snell on the over. I like Benny Snell. I mean, if people listen to this, I like Benny Snell on the over prop. I like uh, Gus Edwards on the over prop with Dobbins and Ingram out. I kind of like RG3's over 169, I think I saw it. Like, I mean, they're going to be behind in the game. He's going to be throwing it. So, anyway, bunch of and Edwards, and Edwards is steamed up from 48 to 58. So great example of a great bet that's probably still a good bet. Totally agree. All right. Let's start with last Thanksgiving, Steve. Um, and again, all of these lines, everything we ever do here is presented by DraftKings. The recap segment is presented by DraftKings. We go through how we did, right? Texans, Lions. I took the Lions laying three points. I'm sorry. I took the Texans laying three points. They smashed the Lions 41-25. That was two big units there. Washington, Dallas. We both had a best bet on the under 46. The Cowboys certainly did their part, scoring 16 points. We had it, Steve. Until that fake punt, which was the worst fake punt I've ever seen and the stupidest fake punt ever. I mean, there's no way Mike McCarthy knows anything about analytics at all. That was the – I could not believe that fake punt. We had the under until that happened. You know, Mike McCarthy and analytics reminds me of uh, someone taking a calculus class that's never really, like, gotten past geometry. It's just uh, way too much of a jump, right? Correct. Uh, Ravens, Steelers, no dice. Raiders, Falcons. Uh, you put one unit on the Falcons, Steve. You were all over that. Wow. And I think you had even mentioned what had happened the year before. They got smashed 
That should have been a three-unit bet. You were all over the Falcons getting three points from the Raiders. They beat them 43-6. Patriots-Cardinals, you liked the over 49-and-a-half. Wow, game went way under 20-17, to low-scoring game. You know, you got a raw deal with missed field goals. The Cardinals getting stuffed on the goal line. Back-to-back plays, end of the first half which really helped me because I had the Patriots teased up to plus eight and a half along with the Packers teased down to minus two and a half in a two-unit, two-team teaser for me. Uh, Giants-Bengals, you know, it's backdoor cover, Steve. I'm telling you, as soon as the Giants kicked the field goal to go up 19-10, I knew I was screwed, Steve. I knew it. Because they were up two scores, and they were going to let the Bengals come down the field slowly. If the Giants had not made that field goal, if it was 16-10, they cover the five and a half. They Because st- Brandon Allen stinks. They cover it, but because they kicked the field goal, they played a different defense. Oh, no question at all. Giants were the right side. Bengals, two touchdowns, the prevent defense touchdown, and the kickoff return touchdown, not to mention Daniel Jones getting hurt in the second half. So frustrating, so frustrating losing that unit there and the two units on the Washington under. Stupidity. I lost to stupidity, those units. Uh, Browns, Jags, nothing really. Panthers, Vikings, nothing really. Titans, Colts. Wow, Steve. One of our two best bets along with the under in Thanksgiving, Washington, Dallas. The Titans were getting four points. They went outright 45-26. We didn't just win that best bet. We crushed that best bet. That line at DraftKings never made sense to me. That was an awesome one. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, you know, Tennessee got their punter back, which uh, certainly helped immensely. And then some injuries to the Colts made this a blowout. But even if the Colts had been healthy, it was Tennessee's game, recent revenge, and they got it in a big way. Next up was Bill's Chargers. You liked the over 53 and a half, which is a big number. Uh, Turnover Palooza hurt you a lot, Steve. The end of the game. I mean, the Chargers, honestly, uh, Anthony Lynn is a very nice man. They are a disaster. From a clock management, decision-making, end of game, they might be the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, they couldn't get any separation. It was interesting. They got Austin Eckler back, and I can't blame this one on Herbert because even the passes he was completing, uh, Chargers who've been running open all year long were not open in this game. Maybe the Bills' defense is suddenly going to come around. Yeah, and they ran the ball better too. Uh, Jets-Dolphins, we didn't have anything. I leaned the Dolphins. That was a good lean. Uh, Saints-Broncos leaned Saints. That obviously ended up being – did you end up making any bets on that after the news came out, Steve? Yeah, we actually did lay the Rogue minus 13.5 and, and the under in the first half, played under 20, and that handicap was good. Basically, there was no reason for the Saints to risk anything on offense because they knew Denver wasn't going to be able to score – we did get an answer for what happens if a team has to play without a quarterback in this game. So I think that that was instructive. Niners, Rams, uh, nothing. 
Uh, Chiefs, Bucks. Neither one of us had anything. Bears, Packers, I mentioned earlier, was part of both of our teasers, Steve. You had the Browns tease down to laying half a point. That got dicey for you. I had the Packer, and we both had the Packers tease down to two and a half. They obviously rolled the Bears. So we both cashed the two-unit, two-team teaser. And then we both leaned to Seattle, and they took care of the five and a half. A lot of people got them at six and a half. That was the difference. That's why we record on Tuesday or Wednesday. That's why you guys listen. That's how you get the line value. That's how it works. For the week, I was up three units, needed that. You were down one, Steve, for the year. I am up 13 units. You are up two units, so we're both up for the year, which is good. Best bets went one and one, as I said. Our best bets are 17 and 16. So we're right at about 52% right now for them. And we're ready. We're ready for week 13 uh, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. All right. So real quick, guys, are we going to do Baltimore-Pittsburgh again? Or are we just going to skip to week 13? Skipping to week 13. All right. So then we will start with uh, you, Ross. Detroit at Chicago. Chicago Bears uh, at home. Three-point favorites with a total of 44. Yeah, so, you know, it is different doing this on Wednesday, Steve, because I assumed Kenny Galladay and DeAndre Swift would be back for this game. I think Swift still will be. I don't know about Galladay. I kind of like the Lions getting the fired coach bump, but then I also like the Bear Nagy kind of tore into him. I'm going to stay away and just lean Detroit plus the three. I liked it when it was – Yesterday, I think it was plus four and a half or four. I would have taken it then, but just a lean for Detroit for me, plus three. Yeah, I agree with you. I want Swift and Galladay if I'm only going to get three points. I love the fact that Detroit got rid of a coach that was not well thought of at all. That should be a big bump. And I don't see the Bears bringing energy. They're off a bye against their hated Packers, and that was just – a horrific effort by the Bears. That was their home run spot. I can't see them showing up here. I do want to mention this game illustrates the myth of, oh, Vegas knows what they're doing. The odds makers know more than the betters. That is not true at all. By the time the games kick off, that's usually true because the odds makers can use the information the betters have provided them. The odds makers open this game plus six. Just a clear bad number. Good betters grab the dog right off the bat. It shows the best betters in the world are way better than the best bookmakers in the world. All right, Steve, the Miami Dolphins are laying 11.5 points at home against the Cincinnati Bengals with a total of 42. So I'll lean to the Bengals. Frankly, I want to fade both of these teams. The Bengals, Ross nailed it. The Bengals didn't deserve to cover against the Giants. They had no offense at all with Brandon Allen. So I want to stay away from the Bengals. But Miami has no offense as well. Their number one running back is out. Their number two wide receiver is out. The last five games, Miami's averaging 25 points per game. That's fine. But they're getting no offense. They're getting uh, four and a half yards per play. It is smoke and mirrors, return touchdowns, short fields, et cetera. So if I got a team that can't score in Miami, I want no part of them laying double digits. I'll lean Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals. Uh, Brandon Allen was not good. I am hoping his second week as a starter, he'll be better. 
I just – I don't think the Dolphins – I don't know whether it will be Tua or Fitzpatrick, but I don't think they're good enough to be laying 11.5 points. I'm going to – what do you always say, Steve? Pinch my nose and take the Bengals catching the 11.5 points, two units. All right, Ross, Indianapolis Colts are laying 3.5 points at the Houston Texans. Total is 51. Yeah, this is one, Steve. We've talked about it. I just can't, you know, no Will Fuller, no Bradley Roby for the Texans, but I don't like laying the three and a half. That number has been bad to me, laying the three and a half. I will lean laying the three and a half with the Colts, but because of how Deshaun Watson's played and because of the nature of that number, I am staying away. It's just a lean to the Colts laying the three and a half. I'm going to go two units on the under here, and it's all about injuries. You talked about Will Fuller. He stretches the field. So important for Houston and their offense. And now they're, um, they've got other uh, injuries. Kenny Stills got waived. Cobb might be out with the toe. So you're left with Brandon Cooks and nothing else for Houston. And if you look at that, um, you know, that line for the Colts, um, so important. Their left tackle, Costanzo, is out. Their center may be out, Ryan Kelly. So here's a Colts O-line that is seemingly always healthy, and now it's not healthy with both teams compromised on offense. I'm going under 51. Steve, the Jacksonville Jaguars get 9.5 points at the Minnesota Vikings, 52 the total. All right, so 9.5 and, and the Vikings, who are absolutely undervalued. I am confident the Vikings win the game. So I want to tease them. I'm going to do a seven-point teaser. You got to lay minus a dollar thirty here. I'm going to take Minnesota down to minus two and a half. With the very next game, I'm going to tease them with Las Vegas, who I fully expect to beat the Jets at minus a half. Two teams, seven-point teaser, two units. Got it. And so that's minus one thirty, Steve. Yes. Okay. That's obviously that's important for the for people to know um, with the seven-point teasers. Six-point teasers are usually minus 20, 120. Yeah, so shop around. There's still some shops that have the six-point teaser minus $1.10, and some shops now are – more shops are now charging minus $1.20. Yes. Got it. Um, I like the Jaguars. I, I don't know who the Vikings are to be laying that many points to anyone. Now, they are getting Adam Thielen back, but Mike Lennon's a professional quarterback. Uh, the Jaguars have some good young players. I think Glennon keeps it close or gets you the backdoor cover. Again, I'm going to hold my nose. Two units, Jacksonville, plus the nine and a half. No Washington at Pittsburgh game, obviously because of what's going on with Baltimore and Pittsburgh. So we'll move on. Las Vegas at the Jets, which Steve already talked about in his bet, uh, showing that uh, Vegas an eight-point favorite with a total of 47, Ross. Yeah, so I'm with Steve. Uh, this is a perfect, perfect teaser leg. I'm going to tease the Raiders down to minus one and a half. And I am going to pair that with the San Francisco 49ers, who I'm going to tease to plus eight and a half. I don't think the Niners will beat the Bills, but I think they'll be able to keep it close. And I don't know that the Raiders would cover the seven and a half. But the Raiders are going to be able to, to beat the Jets in that game. So Raiders down to minus one and a half. Niners up 
to plus eight and a half two team teaser. Two units. Steve, anything further on Vegas and the Jets? No, we're good. All right, moving on then. The New Orleans Saints, they are laying three points at the Atlanta Falcons with a total of 46. All right, I'm going to take Atlanta for two units going right back with the Falcons. I get it. New Orleans' impressive win on the scoreboard, 31-3. to I watched the entire game. Didn't change my ratings one bit for the blowout win. That was all about Denver not having a competent quarterback at all. In fact, if anything, I thought about downgrading New Orleans. I did not like what I saw from their offense. And given that, I don't see how New Orleans could be lane three against an Atlanta team that's been playing much better ball. Atlanta, two units. Thought about that. Uh, I cannot do it. That would certainly be my lean, would be Atlanta plus the three. I just can't do it after what I saw a couple weeks ago. I had Atlanta. I thought they would be – Matt Ryan got smashed in that game. You know, I, I, I just can't do it. I, I'm not going to go to that. I'm not going to lose the same bet twice. I would lean the Falcons in the points, but I'm not betting it. All right, Ross, the Cleveland Browns are getting six points at the Tennessee Titans with a total of 54. Yeah, I don't understand this line at all. Um that's too many points. I mean, the Browns are getting Miles Garrett back. He's their best player. And the Browns have a pretty good team. I know a lot of sharp betters are on Tennessee. Maybe I guess I'm not sharp. I'll take Cleveland plus the six, two units. I don't think sharp betters are on Tennessee. This is a classic overreaction. It was a home run spot for the Titans last week, and they came up big. But the bottom line is it wouldn't surprise me come the end of the year if we don't look back and say, wait a minute, the Browns are getting six. The Browns wound up being the better team. I get it. Mayfield isn't playing well, but Chubb's running like a beast. And you nailed it, Miles Garrett comes back. Very competitive game. Two units plus the six Browns. Best bet. The best bet. Steve, the New York Giants are getting 10 from the Seahawks in Seattle. Total of 48. So I did not like what I saw at all from Colt McCoy, who I assume is going to go here um, in the second half. He was not impressive. The Giants' defense did play very well. You know, Seattle has had a fundamental change. They lost those two games. They turned the ball over seven times. And Pete Carroll said, you know, we got to get back to being Seattle, which means running the ball more, taking care of the ball. And we've seen Seattle the last two games run the ball more than they passed. So whenever I see a fundamental change like that, I think under ball control, Seattle has the running backs back. Chris Carson came back, Carlos Hyde. I'm going to go under 48 two units. Yeah, I, I think the Giants, uh, what I like about that too is the Giants have a really good defense and the Giants aren't going to score very many points either. So I'm with you on that, Steve. Um, I, I like the Giants too with the way their defense is playing. 10 points is too many, you know, with them winning three games in a row. So I'm going two units on the Giants plus the 10. I think Colt McCoy will be better with a a week to get ready. And I'll go two units on the under 48 as well. Way, way too many points for this one. Uh, So we got a best bet on the under part of it. The best bet. Ross, the Los Angeles Rams are in Arizona, and the Rams are laying three points with a total of 48 and a half. 
Yeah, I've got nothing on this game. Um, it feels to me like the Cardinals, they've had a couple of heartbreakers in a row. I think they'll bounce back from that. But the Rams are also coming off of a bad loss as well. I would lean Arizona and take the three, but I don't have any strong opinion on this one. Yeah, I lean Arizona as well, but I am staying off of it because of the health of Murray. The last two games, the dynamic runs have disappeared. He had that shoulder injury that really wasn't discussed very much. And clearly, if you watch that game against New England, he was tentative. He was uh, dinking and dunking, and he was reluctant to take the ball and run. And even in a critical point in the second half, he was approaching midfield, and he's going to get the first down. And he just made a business decision and went down, didn't get the first down. And given he's going to be that way and be cautious, I can't bet Arizona. So just a lean Arizona. Steve, the Philadelphia Eagles are getting nine points at the Green Bay Packers with a total of 47. So here's another real good teaser opportunity with Green Bay, which came through for me last week with teasers. You know what? I'm so confident the Raiders are going to win. I'm going to play a second teaser. I'm going to tease Green Bay down below minus three, and I'll tease them with the Raiders for a second teaser with the Raiders, two units. All right, so you're teasing the Raiders down uh, minus one and a half and the Packers minus three. Got to get minus two and a half, so six and a half point teaser. Got to got to go ahead and, and make sure you always never tease to minus three. If you can get it to minus two and a half, pay a little bit extra for the six and a half point teaser. Got it. Um, yeah, look, I, I can't I can't bet on this game. I mean, I, if anything, I'd probably lean Green Bay laying the nine points, but that's too many points. Uh, you know, the Eagles had the backdoor cover against Seattle. I would say I would lean laying the points with Packers, but I'm not betting it. Ross, the New England Patriots at the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, showing as a pick'em with a total of 47. Interesting. Uh, I think sometimes it changes based on where you are because mine is plus one right now for New England. Um, not that it would matter. Uh, are you seeing any plus ones anywhere, Steve? Yeah, I saw it's a pick and plus one, depending. Let me take a look here. The prevalent line is pick them, and I showed draft. I, I don't have a lineup on drafting, so pick them is the, is the more common line. Okay, that's that's interesting, right? Um, all right, well, pick them. I'll just pass the game. I was thinking about taking the Patriots. Hard for me to imagine Belichick losing to Anthony Lynn. You know, just the sheer coaching matchup in that one. But you never know. Patriots have been so up and down this year. I'll just lean New England. Yeah, it's a great point. You've got a complete coaching mismatch. However, you've got a Charger team that's better than New England, and they're home, and the Lions pick them. New England got a totally phony win against Arizona. I just... I, at some point, I got to trust my power ratings, despite the fact that there is such a coaching mismatch, despite the fact the Chargers lose every single close game imaginable. I'm sure I'll be cursing out Anthony Lynn come Monday, but I'm on the Chargers two units. Sunday night football is the Denver Broncos as 13 and a half point underdogs at the Kansas City Chiefs, total of 50 and a half. Yeah, that's oh no, you're up first, I guess, Steve. 
I'll lean to um, Denver, take the dog here. I get it. Kansas City smashed Denver now two straight games. Both of those games were in snowstorms, and I think that that really hurt Drew Locke. I kind of like the fact that Denver basically forfeited their game last week, and, you know, they got through it. And I could see Kansas City, who has been complacent in games this year, namely against the Chargers, namely against Carolina, just uh, keeping everybody healthy, maybe a little more Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I'm going to take the plus 13.5 in a lean because I, as a, at 14, it would be a bet. Yeah, for me, it is a bet. Obviously, I, I wish I got the 14 to the 14.5, but that's too many points. I know it cost me earlier, but they actually have their quarterbacks. The Chiefs, I feel like, recently have been having trouble putting people away. Two units on Denver getting the 13.5 points. All right, Monday night, uh, Buffalo Bills at the San Francisco 49ers showing uh, Buffalo laying two and a half points with a total of 48. Yep, and I already already teased the Niners up to eight and a half. Um, I just think they're a prideful bunch. They're playing better right now. I don't see Buffalo blowing them out. So I already teased Niners up to eight and a half. Raiders down to minus one and a half. That was my one two-unit, two-team teaser this week. Yeah, I'll lean to San Francisco. I, I I think your teasers make sense as well, Ross. I'm just uh, thinking I can bet plus three, so I'm gonna hold out for a, a plus three. The um, you know, the Niners. I think we got a buy sign there. Mostert, the running back, comes back. Samuel, their wide receiver. Both those guys have been out. Offense looking better. My only concern is now the 49ers are residing in Arizona. Apparently, the rest of the year. I think that that's going to be okay initially because it's a fairly rested team. They had a recent buy. I'm going to keep my eye on what happens if the Niners get eliminated and their motivation being in Arizona. But for now, I think the Niners are a team we want to look to play on. I'm with you. That'll do it, by the way, for today's Even Money podcast. Absolutely love it. Obviously, we can't do the Steelers-Washington or Ravens-Cowboys because – They haven't even played their Week 12 game yet. Welcome to 2020. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.